It's time for Golf DMV. Highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. And now, here is Claude Jennings. Welcome back to Golf DMV, folks. Vern Brown in the virtual studio. Lawrence Brooks also in the virtual studio. All things Golf DMV brought to you in part by Cash A Spot Sports. You can go to golfdmv.com and learn more about Dr. Smith. Earlier today, my wife said, man, my back hurts. I said, you know, you need to go see you know, Dr. Smith, the official chiropractor yep. of Golf DMV. Then she asked, well, how much does it cost? I'm like, we got money. We got money. Like, what do you yeah. Anyway, minimum, so I'm going, minimal copay. <laughs> Lord, it's always the second follow up question that we always got to ask. We got to do better supporting our people, people. And so, anyway, she's going to get her to go see Dr. Smith and get her back and get her back right. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about. We've got uh, the women's uh, open uh, discuss. L- LB's got all kinds of stuff there. Vern says that golf knocked him down yeah. uh, at the recent round. I think at Whiskey yeah. Creek, we'll get into that a little bit too. But we got this interview with uh, Greg O'Dell. He's the president and, and uh, CEO of uh, Events DC. They put on the Capital Long Drive uh, event here that we got a chance to cover. If you've been following us on Instagram, you've been seeing the great videos that Vern's been putting together. Um, we've been putting together great videos for us, period. But the um, Capital Long Drive videos, where we're talking to all the contestants, he put those up on our Instagram. Go ahead and, uh, and, and find those, watch them, follow us. And uh, I want to just toss it right now to Greg. He's talking about the Capital Long Drive events uh, with Events DC and what that whole thing was all about. This is Golf DMV. All right, Golf DMV, we are honored to have Greg O'Dell, president and CEO of Events DC, on the podcast with us. Greg, how are you? Doing great. How about yourself? Hope you're safe and healthy. Man, we're doing beautiful. Definitely <laughs> safe and trying to stay healthy um, yeah. and all that jazz. Uh, and so um, let's jump right in, man. Events DC. So for people who aren't um, you know, familiar with Events DC, just tell us a little bit about uh, the organization and what you guys do and what you do. Great. I appreciate it, Claude. So we are the Convention and Sports Authority for Washington, D.C. Um, we own and operate several facilities, uh, most notably the Convention Center, uh, Nats Park, RFK Campus, and then our newest uh, arena, the Entertainment Sports Arena. And so our job is really to, to host amazing events or create amazing events in our venues. And in turn, we want to attract people to Washington, D.C. so that they'll stay in our hotels and restaurants. And so our job really is to, to use or leverage our, our venues and certainly our sports and entertainment portfolio to bring people to our great city. Well, now talk a little bit about how COVID has affected what you do, because I mean, you guys are still operating, obviously, but you know, things may be a little bit different because of uh, the pandemic. You know, it is uh, like everybody, uh, COVID has devastated our business. Um, you know, arguably we were probably the first Um, that got shut down in terms of live events and arguably we're probably the last to to come back to to some normalcy. Um, But certainly understand that, um, you know, people obviously gather for for large scale events, whether they're sports and entertainment or or conventions and meetings. And so what we've done is really start to look at, um, you know, the last several months programming that we could do virtually or programming that would lend itself to, to social distancing. Okay, so we've got this Capital uh, Long Drive Classic happening in October. It's going to air on the Golf Channel, which I'm super excited about, on uh, Thursday, December 17th, 11 a.m. Eastern. Um, how was the uh, idea uh, conceived? How was this whole thing about bringing the Long Drive you know, to the nation's capital? Yeah, so 
you know, aside from the fact that I'm personally a, a golf nut, but I, <laughs> I will tell you. Well, now that you mentioned that, there will be some golf questions later on in the no <laughs> show all, for you. They won't all be serious, but I'm they'll already, be serious. Already. <laughs> so, you know, I will say two things. One is, you know, our job is really we want Washington, D.C. to be the, the sports capital world. So that means we need to focus on all great things sports related. And so golf, obviously, um, the reason why we're talking is we all believe that, that it's a great sport. And we have a rich history here. Mm-hmm. But the second thing, to your point, you know, during COVID right now, we really needed to figure out creative ways that we could still do programming. So, you know, this is, I thank my team. This is an amazing idea to figure out how we could do an outdoor, socially distanced, you know, event that was made for TV and certainly in accordance with, um, you know, our comprehensive health and safety protocols. And so, this event was born, you know, we got eight top professional men's and women long drivers, you know, kind of in a unique format um, that really showcased their talent. And it was, you know, what better backdrop against Washington, D.C. and the monuments and down on, on West Potomac. So it just turned out to be a dream come true for us. Yeah, I mean, we talk about big names. I mean, Maurice Allen, Troy Mullins was there. I mean, just like top names in the long drive competition. But you also included a kids clinic. Um, you, uh, talk a little bit about what was the thought behind the kids clinic. And, and I'm just thinking about, I mean, with golf, so many people of color in the long drive competition, then you've got the kids clinic here in DC, you know, back in the day, chocolate city, you yeah. know, um, so talk a little bit about getting those big names, the diversity aspect to it, uh, and how important that is for Washington DC. Cause a lot of people who aren't from here, when they think Washington DC, especially politically, they just think Capitol Hill, but Capitol Hill is not DC. You know, um, DC is way different than, than what people think as far as Capitol Hill. And so that diversity element as well. No doubt. I appreciate you mentioning that. We, uh, I was so proud to see the, the competitors we had and, and they were the top competitors, but the diversity we had uh, was impressive. But, you know, I, you know, this as well as I do, you know, golf just doesn't have a lot of diversity. And so we thought it was important not only that we could showcase these great um, athletes, but also had them uh, expose this sport to, to youth. And so we were able to partner uh, with My Brother's Birdie, which is a great organization um, that helped us bring a youth clinic uh, down to East Potomac Park. So these competitors, they introduced golf to the kids. You know, they really enjoyed uh, spending time with these kids. They were excited. We even had some of these competitors were local. So it's just very positive, but also promotes the sports, but gives access to all types of youth to this great sport. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I was like a kid in a candy store. Um, <laughs> cool. It was, uh, I'm new to the podcasting, or I should say the uh, media, Claude okay. is a, you know, old, old professional at this. So for me to be that close to the professional athletes and be able to talk to them one-on-one, it was, it, it was, it was just great. Uh, one thing, question I will ask you is, uh, I know we talked to, I think Josh, may, it may have been Josh was talking about this. Um, it's, it seemed that the he thought the fairway was a little tight. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they all to all of us? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I guess uh, my question to you is next year, and I, I'm assuming this will be an, an annual event, correct? Uh, absolutely. That's our okay. plan. Yeah. Okay, great. Great. Yeah. So we, we, we might need a bigger, a little wider fairway for some of the Good question. And I will say, obviously, this is the first time we hosted it. I've seen them on TV or others. I'm not sure what the standard is for the for the width of those um, mm-hmm. kind of those tracks or those fairways. So I would have thought that they were a standard. But if they weren't, um, <laughs> you know, that's DC, maybe you got to you got to suck it up. Exactly. And we have having said that, 
great backdrop, but we have other options too in other areas in and around um, that area. So when we host it, we obviously will look at that, but also see if there's even other other wonderful uh, places around the city we can do this. Yeah, because one of the places I thought about, and I don't know if did you all consider, was actually on the mall, right between the Capitol and the monument. You've got that couple of, you know, really long areas. I thought, I mean, I, don't, I didn't measure it out, but I thought that could have been a, a good spot to hold it as well. They'll complain that that's too narrow too, but uh, <laughs> no, you're right. It's, it's a great, great location for event activity. So yeah, that's, that yes. would definitely be an option, but we will we should take a look at it. Okay. You know, Greg, if you couldn't tell, LB's the planner of the group. He's the one who plans all the golf trips. I see. I see. I see. Well, he'll, have to, he'll have to plan this for soon when, we're, when the weather breaks and, you know, we can oh, all absolutely. get out together. Yeah, that'd be, that, that'd, be, that'd be fun. And so, I, need I, mean, I need strokes, though. I need strokes. How, well, 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 we'll get into just how many you need coming up in a few. Right. <laughs> in, in yeah, a few. Actually, you, you might be giving us strokes. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite possible you, you'll be giving, you know, us strokes. And so was this, was this already in the works before COVID? And then once COVID hit, how did it change? Or, okay, so you're shaking your head no, no. for those who can't see it. So, no. so this was planned, you know, while the pandemic was going on. Right. What was the mindset that said, hey, I know we've got this pandemic happening, but we can make something like this go on here in the DMV and even though the pandemic is happening? Yeah, I'll give you know, great credit to our team. Um, you know, we had looked at other events, but, but this really um, spun into action as a result of reacting to the, to the health and safety protocols. We knew we couldn't have mass gatherings um, and everyone obviously has seen the uptick in, in golf in particular in this environment. And so, you know, our team got creative. And this is, I would say, in addition to, you know, we've done some virtual programming, we're going to do, you know, virtual concerts. So we all really uh, had to change and pivot as to what the programming would be. So that's how this came about. Okay. Um, uh, so again, it's the Capital Long Drive Classic. Uh, you can check it out on the Golf Channel uh, Thursday, December 17th at 11 a.m. If you're not, oh, and also it's going to air again on Sunday, December uh, 20th at 5 p.m. And so be sure to let mm-hmm. your folks know about it. Uh, be sure to tune in, TiVo it, watch it. Uh, we definitely want to make sure that this thing comes back into the area. Uh, Vern, I want to throw it to you. You got any questions for Greg? I know we talked a lot about the event, but what like, what was the pitch like to Golf Channel? Like, How willing a partner was Golf Channel in this? Because even with the idea, like, hey, we're going to put this event on, um, I, I mean, I don't know if they own the long drive, but it, did, you, did it take some convincing to get them to say, hey, like, hey guys, you know, are you willing to come out here and, and shoot this and, and put it on? Because I have to imagine for content, they're looking for content as well, you know, over the wintertime. Uh, and, you know, they, they may have a lot of it. So what, what was that conversation like with them as a partner? Yeah, great, great question. And I won't profess to say I directly talked to them as my team did, but I will say, I think to your point, they were looking for great content. Um, we obviously um, laid out a very good plan and vision and wanted to have obviously top talent do that. But I think also the, the fact, not only given the timing, but also the backdrop and the landscape was very appealing to them to, to have this kind of unique different um, kind of venue um, to, to actually showcase this was very appealing to them as well as our partners as well. So it, I, I think um, they are extremely uh, bullish and also uh, welcome looking at this event in the future as well. Yeah, and I mean, and, and the folks who participated, I mean, these long drive competitors were like excited. They were happy. I mean, it was just really, really good vibes. Did it take a lot to convince these guys to join? Oh, how does that even work? Do you, on your end, did you guys contact the players or do 
a long drive competition organization or? Yeah. So, yeah. So they work with, with a group that actually had secured the players, but we had to actually also secure the, the players and some of the talent, particularly around helping to support as well and working obviously with, with golf channel. Nice. Now, if, if the players come back next, I mean, they're obviously back. I mean, if you want to do this in the future and they're just looking for guys to play around with, let them know about golf DMV. You know, we'll take them out. We'll show them a good time. We'll play, we'll play around and that, and, and, and that'd be fun. So what's the future of, of events DC and just the golf community in the DMV? Uh, is there anything else in the future happening or things you want to kind of, you know, curate? Good question. Yeah. I think on the golf side, there's a couple things, you know, we have been, um, very supportive and actually work closely with um, National Link Trust, as example, who are looking to redevelop, you know, those those golf courses that we all have come to love. And, and they need some tender love and care, but also, you know, there's a great vision as to what those courses could be. So we are supportive of that. I, I'm sure we will play, and play a pretty, pretty active role in that. But I think we'll also look to do some more event programs. And, and it's funny, you mentioned it's called one of the, my friends, who I will admit is a long drive hitter um, asked if there was an amateur component to this and, and not to get ahead of my team or golf channel, but even if that were a separate part of this event, it'd be interesting if we did have um, some type of uh, something that featured amateurs um, to at least they can compete amongst themselves or even get a chance to, to compete uh, maybe pros versus Joe's in that kind of format. We've done that in other sports, so that might be worth, worth doing. Vern, Vern is already yeah. signing up. For that. <laughs> he, he's headed back yeah. to the golf course to practice now. Basically. Right. Oh, All absolutely. Right. Or maybe even, or even maybe his backyard or garage at the house. He's, he's definitely trying to work up this week's speed uh, for that. Okay. So we'll get you out on some rapid fire golf questions. One, uh, give me two of your top courses in the DMV. Ooh, um, I mean, congressional is congressional. I don't, I don't know any other way to describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, uh, how far are we extending? I guess. Okay. Well, well, when you mentioned congressional, let me let me let me redo the question. Top public courses okay. that Claude right, Jennings could play in the DMV. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna. I mean, you asked me, so I'm saying. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I I um, if you ask me, top as in hardest. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, golf courses that you play, not not just you know your top courses that you play. I was a member of a course for a while and I played there for a while, but I used to play all over the place. And if you mm-hmm. ask me top as in hard, I would say like little Bennett, like, oh, I, but every yes. time I played it, right. Like wore me out, <laughs> but, but it wasn't enjoyable. So you, if I had to think about what's more enjoyable, um, you know, like whiskey Creek and those courses mm-hmm. I, I enjoy. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I thought I would never go back to Little Bennett, and I made a mistake of going back. And I'm like, yeah, I, I'm not going back there again. That course just eats my lunch every time. Um, Same here. Yeah, Same here. but but we kind of like Little. I mean, we it it beats us down too, but we go back all the time because either we are glutton for punishment, okay, or we we just trying to get some get back on uh, Little Bennett. Yeah. All right, well, I, I haven't gotten that get back yet, so that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, a little bit of a tough, a tough one, man. Okay, so uh, you you, you got to play eighteen holes, but you can only carry three clubs. What three are you carrying? All right, I like that one. Uh, I'm carrying my three wood, mm-hmm. carrying my seven iron, mm-hmm. and then I would carry my fifty six. 
Ooh, no putter. Okay. Got it. Okay. I can with him 56. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Got it. Okay, so you're watching the PGA Tour. Who's who? Give me one or two players that you don't want to see win at all. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I have to think about how who else is going to see this. Um... So, so I'll let you know. On on our t- top list, I think we all can agree. Lawrence doesn't like more people than Verna myself, but we can agree at least on uh, Patrick Reed and Bryson DeChambeau. Oh, oh, and Sergio. Well, yeah, and Sergio. Sergio. I will say, I will... uh, And kind of Tiger and Harold Varner, but we'll talk about that. That's a different show. We'll talk about that. For whatever reason, I warmed up a little bit to Patrick Reed, and maybe I was just tired of him being... He just got beat up so much. I am not a... um, I'm not really a DeChambeau fan either. Um, uh-huh. But what's the other cat that just that won all the um, just won all the majors, but now has been oh, getting Brooks. Brooks, 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 Brooks Kepke. I'm not a Brooks Kepke fan. Okay, I'm probably really? him up to the top of the list. Like I, I'm <laughs> wow. not. I, I would not care if he didn't win another tournament the way he he carries himself. So, <laughs> yeah. um, so that's just, sorry, Brooks. If you come to DC, I love you. We'll give you all the love. Of that's course. my job. But right now, I I have to say that. Yeah, he, if Brooks comes to DC, yeah, we'll we'll play some go-go music for him. Give him some mumbo sauce and some chicken from yep. uh, the Chinese carryout. And hey, uh, low, we'll low key, he'll probably be down. Yeah, he'll be down. Yeah, he'll be yeah. Low yeah, key, he he'll be yeah. down for it. Um, and so on the golf course, are you down with the golf hoodies? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. I'm a bit of a traditionalist, man, when it comes to golf, man. Okay. I'm so just, my my next question okay. was going to be: Are you down with the 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 jogger pants? The with the joggers, oh. so so you probably aren't if you're not with the hoodie. <laughs> yeah, and and if you try to play music from the cart, like I'm. I'm oh, I was going to ask that third. Nope, L. Take it out. My man. Hey, listen, Lawrence Brooks has officially found a new playing partner <laughs> because we play the music. Like I got the hoodie. I got the, yeah, got the sweatpants I'm old, on. I'm, I'm older than, maybe I'm older than you think I am, but I'm telling you, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I will give you the side eye if you're playing music. Oh, <laughs> man. I will say I'll give you a pass probably on the attire because it's just my flow and how I look, but right. I won't judge others, but the music, I will give you a side eye if you if you crank the music up. Yeah. yeah. All right, Greg. So for the next month, you're going to shoot 66 no matter what, shoot six under. No matter what, who who's the who are the first people you're calling to put the beat down on? All right, oh, who, wow. who are the first? Because there have to be some people in your in your group and your friends list who just you know are consistently better than you. But like now, you're about to you, you can drub them. Like who you calling? And by the way, the first two people I'm calling are, are these two guys to beat them down. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> First of all, I want to just rephrase your. I wouldn't concede that they're better than me, but I'm still calling them. So let me, let me just say, but there, there's a crew that I play with: um, Emmanuel Bailey, uh, Tom Graham, um, and then Omar Big. As you guys may not know them, but they're they're good friends. They're it's the foursome. We have more fun talking trash than we do playing. So they would get that phone call every day of the week, every second after every round. Now let me let me ask you this. In the, in that group, who is gonna? Because they don't know you're gonna shoot 66. Who is gonna be the most like low key mad, like trying to hide it that that you just like crushed them? Like who, which what of them? Who's gonna be the most most competitive, most upset? I would say uh, Emmanuel is probably the most competitive. <laughs> he, you know, and, and I will like, kind of, okay. I'll have to share this just to be real. Like I was, I was probably getting the better of them for a while this past year. 
maybe I'll blame COVID, but it wasn't, wasn't my best year. So mm-hmm. they would, uh, they've enjoyed seeing me see my decline this year. Are you, are you a bring your own snack dude or are you buying stuff at the, at the bar? I'm going to buy stuff at the bar. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. What, what are some uh, handicaps? Can we, I want to hear where we oh, are. Oh, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For oh, sure. okay. <laughs> would you well, start then? Oh, you no, start, no, Greg. <laughs> Nobody, nobody, nobody's eager to volunteer the information. Huh? So, no, I, so I'm a, no. I'm like a, I'm like a fourteen eight, I think, Greg, like somewhere between a fourteen and a fifteen, basically. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I haven't looked lately, but I think I'm like a fifteen three or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I'm like a seventeen five, seventeen eight. Yeah. All right. We're getting a bad connection, so I can't answer the question from my. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So I'm, uh, I'm probably now about a. 10 or 11 and I will say I was a seven but because of what I just described in a year I was a seven going on like 17 so I'm probably about 11. Oh yeah you definitely giving up strokes. Uh, The way way it works is it's mano and mano like you know if we're playing basketball you're not gonna ask for strokes and we just just man up. Actually you you don't know me well I will (laughs) ask for points in in basketball I will ask that well as good as you are you should give me 12. All right. Right. And from what I can tell, you're taller than us anyway already. What what, what does that have to do with golf? (laughs) Nothing, but we're going to take every advantage we can get. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. No, well, in all seriousness, I would love to play with you guys. I hope we get a chance to get out. We're going to set that up. Listen, you said it on the show, so don't 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 say that and then don't come through because we're going we're going to set this thing up. We're going to play and have a good time. Under no. certain conditions, yes, that we will play. <laughs> <laughs> it's Greg O'Dell, ladies and gentlemen, president and CEO of Events DC. For more information on Events DC, Greg, where can people go? Oh, you can go to eventsdc.com, our, our website. We'd love to learn all the things that we're doing in Washington, D.C., but we appreciate the time and, and the voice you've given us on this show uh, sincerely. So uh, we hope that you all stay safe uh, in all sincerity and, and really appreciate you giving some light to this event and what we do. This is Golf DMV. All right, yeah, man, that was a really cool experience, the event itself. So, you know, Greg seems like a lot of fun. We got to get Greg out in the course. Um, he's going to have to pay for the round, though. He's yeah, because he's going to beat our brains out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's going to have to pay for the round. <laughs> and maybe Events DC can become the official uh, event uh, partner of the uh, of golf. There you go. And so we'll see. Uh, either way, he's going to pay for the round of golf. Um, so anyway, <laughs> we'll get to the women's, the women's Open in a second. But, Vern, you sent yeah. me a text that got me very distressed. You, you played yeah. golf Friday, I think, this past Friday, Saturday, yes. and Sunday? Just Friday. Or just Friday and Saturday. Okay, Friday Saturday. so just mm-hmm. Friday you played with Glenn. Yeah, um, fr- Friday I played with uh, my brother-in-law, Glenn. He's mm-hmm. one of our regulars at Mount Pleasant up in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, so that counts. Uh, so we're good. So we don't need to play <laughs> Carroll Park or any of the hood jones where they're going to shoot you. Uh, no, I'm just, no, I'm just, <laughs> no actually, okay. I, for me, for me cla- cla- yeah, clarify Mount Pleasant. I know a few of the courts. I know Forest Park. I know yes. uh, the one, the other one. The, uh, shoot, I can't think of the name of it. But where is Sounds Mount like Pleasant? In, Forest Park. Where, where is Mount Pleasant <laughs> in relation to Baltimore? I mean, is it like north, south, it, east, west? Uh, in, in Baltimore. So, oh, okay. Because, <laughs> look, look, man, I don't know. It's near. Here's what I'll tell you. Here's what i tell you. When I left the course, I turned uh-huh. on the GPS to get back to 895 really quick. I mean, it's like in the, it's in the city. It's I'm in the city. Much, yeah, okay. Because when I left there, like, it was like, I need to get back to 895. And Google did that thing where it was like, oh, there's mm-hmm. traffic. Let me just take you through these neighborhoods. Right. And I got to a stretch <laughs> where they filmed the wire. The wire was happening wow. right where yeah. I right? Okay. And even though it's been off the airport, I've been driving through it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to go ahead and just. So, okay. So let me, let me ask you, you yeah, say yeah, you it, both it took you out to 895. Really the GPS yes. took you to 895? Yeah. So yeah. then you were probably, I know a little bit, I used to 
Unfortunately, I lived up there for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Okay. I, I have yeah. an idea where you, Maps. what part of town you may have been. All right. <laughs> okay. So, thank you. So, so, okay. You're welcome. <laughs> so, Mount Pleasant. I played Mount Pleasant Friday with my brother in law, Glenn. Saturday, I played, we played Whiskey Creek uh, with Marcus Johnson and uh, our buddy Aaron, who's another regular. Yep. And this is weird, Claude. This is, so I'm going to make a, a little bit of a messy analogy briefly, but basically, just, you know, me and golf, we're in a, we're in a boxing match, right? So, if, you ever, if you've ever watched <laughs> boxing or the listeners have ever watched boxing where there's, Maybe there's like an underdog, like a clear underdog where you're like, oh, this guy should lose. And then the fight starts happening. And, you, and this thing happens where it's like, oh, hey, you know, this guy, he's not getting he his ass kicked. Yeah, he's not getting his ass kicked. He has a chance. Uh-huh. And you're rooting. And you're like, that's me and golf. Me and golf where it's like, hey, the guy, I should be just getting crushed. I shouldn't be playing. But I'm mm-hmm. hanging in there. And it's like, yeah. you know, nine, nine, you know, 10, nine on all the scorecards. But he hasn't been knocked down. This past weekend, and I'm, look, we've all had, you've heard us talk about it on this show all the time. We'll have the bad round. Claude goes usually to, I'm just going to have fun. He goes, yeah. <laughs> LB usually goes anger. He goes, F golf. And, and yeah. you know, I'm going to take a sabbatical. I don't want to talk yeah. to you. Don't yeah. text me. <laughs> I've never had, I've usually just bounced right back and just immediately scheduled the next round. And I think That's this true. final, this was the final time. These last four rounds that I played <laughs> have been rough. I lost a lot of balls. There was a round with Aaron where we played at Forest Green where I finished with no balls because I just was losing them off the No. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's the first, yeah. This is the guy, that's got to be the first time that's ever happened. Yeah, that's for a long time. I mean, that's since I started playing. So it's been, it's been rough. So after this last one at, at Whiskey Creek, on the hour drive home, I would describe mine. So if Claude was like just happy ambivalence and then, and then, and then uh, LB was anger, I would describe mine as just sort of a, just an overwhelming dread. I just felt sad. For the hour home, I... It, it wasn't even like F-go. I was just like, well, I don't know what to do. So in that, right. in that boxer analogy, it's like you're seeing that guy who's like, he's hanging in there. He just gets hit in the gut and he just has to go to the knee. He just has right, to take a right. knee. Yeah. And it's like, man, I've been getting my ass beat all the time. That's basically what happened. I just, yeah. for these past Throw the towel in, throw the towel in. No, it just caught up with me just for that one moment where it's just like, I had to take a knee and just be like, do I want to continue? <laughs> it made you want to go home, hug the kids a little tighter. <laughs> do I, nice want, yes. do I want to continue? It's, it, you know, when the boxer gets up and, he, and, the, and the ref has his gloves and he's doing right. the eight count and yeah. he asks do, him, do, do, you want, do you want to continue? Want to continue? And the continue? boxer has this look at his face kind of like, okay, sorry, like, I don't want to put right. it up. So. I don't want to um, quit in front of all these people, but right. I really do want to quit. He kind of half says, I mean, I guess. Yeah, right. time on the How much time is left? <laughs> right. That like, was me this weekend, Claude. It was, it was, it? It, yeah, it was, it was just rough. I bounced. Now I'm back since. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm back in my workouts. I'm doing my stuff. But um, and you know what's weird? And this is golf. This goes to your point, Claude. I, I had to enter some scores uh, that I hadn't put in in a while. And I forgot I just shot 83 less than a month ago at Rattlewood. <laughs> mm-hmm. right? and, al- and already I just felt like just uh, the right. cumulative force of just yeah. me just these last four, ra- four rounds, man, just did it mm-hmm. to me. And uh, yeah. I was struggling. So I, I'm not, it's all right. We, we get a couple of weeks off probably. Or we might be done for the winter. I mean, we're looking like Nor'easters coming up here and, and stuff like that. So can you say I, simulator? Uh, oh, what, you know what I mean. I mean, I'm talking about like oh, okay. yeah, yeah, you know, outside we, we, golf. Yes, yeah, gotcha. yeah. We might not okay. see the fifties again until the other side until spring. Yeah. So, um, I, I might. I think I need that. I think I just need that break. That's, that's <laughs> it. I took a blow. I took a punch to the kidney, and I just had to take a knee. I just had to be like, you know what? I made my money. I'm good. I'm out. I'm good. <laughs> Man. Oh, it, oh, oh, real quick, real quick. I don't mean to throw this. I know we got a lot of other stuff to talk about. Do you think in that same? I was watching boxing this weekend, and I had an idea. You know, boxers have nicknames. Mm-hmm. Do you think that? Do you think that boxers should have? I, I think there should be a system where your nickname should be able to be stripped from you, depending on how you lose. There was these oh, two yeah. boxers. There, there was these two boxers from New York, both both Puerto Ricans. Uh, one dude, I think was I don't I can't remember the winner. Actually, I can't remember his nickname, but I remember his real name. His name was Eduardo. Mm-hmm. 
when I saw when I did this thing with Keish where, where my wife, we're sitting there watching, it's just like Friday night fights on HBO. They showed the two of them, and I, I see as soon as I see him, I see guys that I know. I'm like, I was like, oh no, he likes to fight. He beats people up for a living. So let me see the other guy. When they cut to the other guy, the other guy's kind of happy and he's athletic and you know, I was like, oh, he's like, he's finna lose. Right. His nickname was El Sicario, which is like the hitman, which is like a super <laughs> badass nickname. That's mm-hmm. a lovely nickname. Bro, he came out in the round and within like a 90 seconds. I w- I'm talking about the, the, the weak dude had his guard up and, and, my, and Eduardo was just beating him through the guard. He was just beating him <laughs> down through the guard. It looked, it was embarrassing. It was such so he can't an embarrassing. can't be the hitman anymore. You have to take his, at the end of that right. round, he just, has to, be, he just yeah. has to be Edgar. Edgar yeah. Wright. That's has to be his name. name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's all. That's just my take. I think boxers should have the ability to lose their nickname if you lose, like, in just embarrassing mm-hmm. fashion. It should just be <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm all sorry. right. <laughs> LB, we've got this yes, uh, women's uh, open. You watched a great deal of it, you said. I watched some of it. Um, yeah, uh, especially know, today, uh, the final round. I watched mm-hmm. pretty much all the of weather it. Delay. Um, yeah, no, I'm yeah it got pushed to today. Um, A-Lim Kim. Yeah, See, I don't want to get into three. this whole thing where people start saying, but yeah. yeah, no, I mean, who was it that said something to her last name is probably going to be Kim or Lee a couple of years ago? Uh, that was a uh, um, Kim uh, his name. Haney. Haney. Yeah, was yeah, yeah. And he caught a lot of flack for it. And that yeah. in that tournament, a young lady who Late won, name. name was Lee. Name Ken- and I think yeah, it was yeah. like Lee Six or something like that. Lee Six or somebody, whole, yeah. Because it was like six or seven women. But anyway, yeah, Kim. Yeah, but she won. Yeah. A Lynn Lim, L I M, Kim. She won at minus three. She won one million dollars for the women's open. For the, for the women's, women's U.S. Open, Oof. yes, one million. I mean, hey, that's a big. I mean, that's, that's a big. That's, that's a big paycheck. Yeah, for, for, yeah, for the LPGA, that yeah. is a big check. I mean, yeah. I don't think they get much bigger than that. Um, what was cool? Well, I mean, if, if if you heard what was cool about it, she won. She birdied the last final three holes. Mm-hmm. To, um, you know, to to take the lead. That's clutch. She, she birdied the 18th to actually get the lead, and then nobody else um, could get her. Um, I was kind of rooting for uh, Amy Olson. She's from uh, North, North Dakota? North Fargo. Dakota. Yeah, well, I was just outside of Fargo, North Dakota. Um, she ended up at uh, tied for second um, at minus two. She won $487,000. Oh, uh, I was rooting for my girl. Uh, tell, tell me her name because I, you know, I st- more, more. Her and her sister finished uh, both. Well, her sister Moria finished uh, tie, tie for six, and Aria finished at T nine. Um, but I was, I don't know. So as I was watching it, and I know I have always said that I thought Moria was was cuter than her sister. I'm, I'm now I'm kind of I'm kind of going back now. I think Aria's uh, she's maybe lost a few pounds too. I think oh, she's, here we go. she's giving her a run. Hard hitting um, analysis. But it was it was it was cold. I mean, they were in coats and hats and gloves and, and earmuffs and everything during the whole tournament because it was really cold. And, and uh, actually, the weather that we're getting now is coming from there. Uh, right. So yeah, so it was pretty cold. Um, anything else about it? It was. Uh, other than that, no. Just I like watching the LPGA. I mean, I don't, I, yeah. you know, when I get into the PGA stuff, I, I mean, I watch probably, I watch more men's golf than women's golf, but I, yeah, I watch a lot of the LPGA. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the know, I think this one got a, got a bigger number too because of the mm-hmm. COVID and there's less stuff going on. Like I yeah. saw a ton of good press and stuff leading up to it and I was watching mm-hmm. some highlights. Uh, my brother-in-law Glenn texted me about one of this particular golfer uh, who had, 
hella drip apparently she had hella style <clears throat> i'm gonna send her to you claude as i uh, okay. find it because i'm not prepared because i'm not a professional continue over i'm sorry <laughs> okay um <laughs> one of the stories i will commend you all to go and and look up um amy uh, amy olsen again the, the, the lady who finished in uh tie for second she had to leave for probably mm, maybe five or six holes until the maybe the 15th hole when uh miss kim got the lead uh, but she has her caddy name is Tamika Saniford. Okay. She is the first uh, Bohemian LPGA tour caddy. Um, she has a really interesting story. Um, she was a, a, a basketball player in college and she, you know, she did really well with that. And she was also playing golf. Um, the long and short of it is she recently has been diagnosed with uh, multiple sclerosis okay. and you know, it's it's one of those. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know a lot about MS, but from what I read today, um, it's the kind of disease where you can have it, and it may not show up. You know, it's going to pick when it's going to show up, if mm. at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, it could show up tomorrow. It could show up eighty years from now. You know what I mean? Yes. So her attitude towards it is is just that i can't control when it comes or what it does mm-hmm. only thing i can control is what i do now and how i live my life day to day so she has decided you know she's not going to live in fear she's not going to uh, wallow in it or whatever she's going to go out and do her thing and if it catches her it catches her. if it doesn't it doesn't but she's not going to you know she's not going to change her lifestyle or or uh, like i'm saying you know or just wallow around and you know woe is me kind of thing she, right. She's just moving on and, and doing her thing. Uh, her and uh, Amy have been, uh, I think they met a few years ago, and, and Amy just, whatever, they, they had a connection, and Amy asked her to be her uh, her caddy, and that's what she's been doing, and she's she's really loving it. Um, Tamika Saniford. Saniford. No, Oh, That's good, because I was trying to Google her, and Google coming up with herself with Tamika Stanford, who lives in Good Luck Road on Lennon, Maryland. So that's probably okay. not her. That's, that's, that's not her. No, that's okay, not her. Okay, okay, cool. And Tamika is T-A- I know that, Tamika. Okay. No, it's T-A-N-E-K-A. That's T- Oh, okay. Tanika. Gotcha, gotcha. Tanika. Oh, okay. So the, the best article, at least, that I found is on the African American Golfers Digest. So if you go to their website, they have a really good article uh, about Miss Sanford. Um, okay. So yeah, I definitely All commend right. you to do that. So can yeah. we move? We'll move on to the uh, Olivia's million for the uh, U.S. Open. Let's. Okay. All right. So coming in, uh, who finished in last place was Miss Sue Ho. S U first name, last name is O H. That Ho. Check that Ooh. out. Sue yeah, Ho. So. Sue Ho. She finished at plus twenty. Okay. Okay. Um, she turned pro in 2016. She's five foot five, 24 years old. Um, she's Korean born, but she Korean born, but she moved to Australia when she was uh, like eight years old. Hmm. Um, and in 2013, she was the number one ranked amateur in the world. Okay, she started playing golf at nine years old. Um, in 2009, she qualified for the Women's Australian Open at the age of 12. Right. 
at the age of, I don't think you heard me, at the age of 12. 12, I heard you. Pretty, I heard you. Okay. It's amazing. I didn't get a ooh or ah, I just, uh. maybe you didn't hear me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, obviously, the youngest ever to, to have that feat. Do you all want to guess her career earnings? Do you want to take a shot at that? Or, yeah, I'll or take not? Yeah. You take a shot at it? Okay. Yeah, we'll take a shot. Just, yeah. just, just as a note, uh, mm-hmm. for this tournament, coming in last place at plus 20, she won $11,444. Okay. Okay. Her career earnings, she turned pro in 2016. Okay. That's all the information you get because it's the LPGA she's and they 20, don't give you no stats. You said she's 25, right? She is 24 years old. Okay, 24. And she um, turned pro in 2016. Uh, 2016. I'll just say $420,000. Okay, which is probably a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to go. I'm going to go just under that at uh, 350. And that would be your mistake. It's a uh, $2,034,000. She's won $2 million? <laughs> I was surprised at that, too. <laughs> I was surprised at it, Try too. Trying to just undercut this. I'm not the game anymore. All you had to do was go a dollar over. You'd be fine. That's my recent win streak. That was stopped last show, but my win streak has gotten into Vern's head. To wait, yes. that, this is what's happening. Where he's no longer trying to guess the, the total. He's just trying, he's just to, trying to go under. <laughs> just to go under or over. You know? oh, that's what I get. <laughs> Listen, and so what? 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 what, what this, this is what that will be funny next golf season if I just come out and I'm just like striping the driver, you know, two oh, eight no. ninety five. Exactly. And now Vern doesn't even care what his score is. The only thing he cares about is off the tee box. Right. I gotta get. I gotta get Even if it only happens once at eighteen, <laughs> and I have to lose seventeen balls to do it. That will do it. <laughs> craziness, craziness. All right, folks, this golf we'll be back uh, uh, next week. Um, the holiday season's around the corner. Uh, you know, 2020's been a crazy year. Just enjoy all your time with your family and friends, man, and uh, the folks who mean the most to you. We'll be back next week. Uh, it's Golf Theater. Hey, folks, this is LB from Golf DMV. As many of you know, I've had neck and lower back issues for a while, but I found a chiropractor who's been able to keep me in the game. Her name is Dr. Smith at Cache Sport and Spine. She's conveniently located in Silver Spring, Maryland, just outside the Beltway. Dr. Smith has made a huge difference in my flexibility and pain management. If you need a chiropractor, do yourself a favor and contact Dr. Smith and her staff at 301-641-5693 or online at CacheSportSpine.com the official chiropractor of Golf DMV.